You're listening to Backstage at Lyric, the podcast that takes you behind the scenes at Lyric Opera of Chicago. Backstage at Lyric features in-depth interviews with singers, conductors, and creative talents at one of the world's great opera companies. For additional podcast interviews, subscribe to our RSS feed or visit us online at lyricopera.org. Salvatore Licitra is backstage at Lyric. I grew up uh, without uh, any knowledge about the music. And some, at some point, uh, when I was 18 years old, I discovered my voice. And now I am here to play and to sing Hernani in Chicago. Thank you for downloading this installment of Backstage at Lyric. I'm Mark Travis, producer for this series. Our guest this time is the Italian tenor Salvatore Licitra, who returns to Lyric this season for the title role in a new production of Ernani by Giuseppe Verdi. Lyric Opera's dramaturg Roger Pines hosts this interview, but before we play it, let's take a minute or two to give you the plot of Ernani. The opera is set in Spain in the year 1519. Don Juan of Aragon has lost his title and wealth during a civil war. Taking the name Ernani, he leads a band of outlaws in the mountains as a resistance effort against the villainous king Don Carlo, who killed Hernani's father. Hernani also plans to elope with his beloved Elvira, who is about to be forced to marry her uncle Don Rui Gomez de Silva. Unfortunately, the king also has designs in Elvira and takes her away himself. A confrontation between the three suitors ensues, with Hernani finding himself indebted to Silva when the latter refuses to hand him over to the king. Silva and Hernani form an uneasy alliance against Don Carlo, with Silva demanding that Hernani pledge to kill himself after they vanquish their mutual foe. Hernani agrees to this, noting that when Silva blows a particular hunting horn, he will commit the deed. Silva and Hernani meet with their conspirators and determine who will assassinate the king, and Hernani is chosen. At Don Carlo's coronation, Elvira convinces Don Carlo to grant amnesty to the rebels, which he does, going so far as to return Hernani's title and property to him and give him Elvira in marriage. The happy reunited lovers return to Hernani's palace and wedding preparations proceed. Unfortunately, a strange figure in black appears, and in the midst of their joy, Hernani hears the hunting horn being blown. Though he and Elvira try to convince Silva to excuse him from his obligation, the old man refuses, and Hernani kills himself by plunging a dagger into his heart. And here now are tenor Salvatore Licitra and lyric dramaturg Roger Pines in conversation backstage at Lyric. Gentlemen? When you made your debut with us, you were singing Radames yes. in Aida. So About I, five years ago. Yes, yeah, so I'm curious, and I think our listeners will be curious, as to how the singing of Ernani is different from what is necessary for you singing Radames. Well, actually, it's still Verdi. Eh? So even we're talking about Verdi, the beginning of Verdi, nothing in Verdi is easy to sing. And this is a, a kind of rule. In Verdi, especially if you want to compare exactly Aida and Hernani, the hugest difference is just in the beginning, different areas. In Celeste Aida, it's completely 
open. I mean, you have to open the night also in Hernani. We start with uh, a small recitativo. Uh, also in in Aida, but the, the the line and the music in in Celeste Aida, it's uh, one of the most difficult aria ever, because uh, you are never uh, warm enough to sing this. Uh, You're never aria. warm enough. Warm up uh, means yes. Uh, yes, yes, you yes. know the, the vocal cords. Uh, they are n- never ready to sing it, because we are in the beginning of the opera. And even if you spend uh, even 20 hours uh, in the dressing room to warm up, uh, at the end, uh, when you get in front of the audience, uh, you realize, uh, no, it's not enough. So what about Hernani? Is it the same situation when you start out with recitative cavatina, recitative cavaletta? Stamina, it's uh, almost the same, still almost. But the uh, the difficult of the aria uh, in, in Hernani, it's lighter. In my opinion, uh, there is more bel canto style in Hernani. In my opinion, that's... I can speak by for myself, of course, but uh, I feel much uh, not comfortable, but I feel better with Hernani. So, is an is a voice for Hernani also a voice for Aida, or is it two different kinds of tenors we're talking about? No, no, uh, this kind of voice, this kind of repertoire, is supposed to sing with the voice. Uh, good uh, to have uh, this uh, range. I mean, uh, the brunito color. What is that in English? Brunito, it's like dark and brown as a baritone in the lower range with the passaggio, with the acuti. uh, The high notes. The high notes, right. So uh, this kind of uh, tenor that request from Verdi in Ballo in Maschera, in uh, Trovatore, in uh, Hernani. Uh, it's one of the, the best examples of this kind of tenors. Because uh, you can play these roles, Hernani, Aida, and many times uh, you can hear a different color, a lighter color voice singing this repertoire. But in my opinion, this is a, a kind of uh, misunderstanding because uh, the composer suggests to everyone which kind of voice he would like to put on uh, this role, especially with Aida, Hernani. And Aida, especially, it's uh, it's a very dramatic role. And in the meantime, you have to sing a lyric line during the concertato, the cantabile, in the, the last act, you have this kind of uh, light uh, situation because you have to try to give to the audience uh, the sentimento, the, the feeling that there is uh, something in this mind thinking about uh, love, passion, and not heroic right in this moment. In Hernani also, but Especially in, I mentioned already Ballo in Mascara. Ballo in Mascara, uh, of course, there is a cabaletta, uh, barcarola. In the score, there is a, a, a note wrote from Verdi when the passage is. That's from Verdi. And that is uh, uh, the suggestion from Verdi to put uh, a singer that can sing the high C, the high note, sorry, and 
the lowest two. So uh, what, I th- what I think is important is uh, necessary to understand what the composer needed for this repertoire. Now, you start the opera off with your cavatina, your cabaletta. So what is most important for you to communicate in those two pieces emotionally? Uh, quite important is the aria, because it's aria. Composer said aria. And cavatina, cabaletta, it's something that uh, uh, have to be after the important focus. And the focus in the opera, also in the dramaturgy, it's the love from Hernani to Elvira. And it's explanation of the history. And that happens in, during the aria. The arian, he said, Hernani, Hernani uh, is in love with uh, Elvira. Elvira, it's the reason of my life. This is the important thing. Also, the explanation that the Silva want to marry her. And it's a horrible thing because uh, Elvira, she's young and, uh, and uh, she's in love with me, which means uh, I am young too, means uh, the best uh, connection between uh, a couple, a man, a young man with a young mo- woman. And there is another man try to keep her from me. So this is the focus of the drama. And every, everything is building on it. The cabaletta, of course, is important, but it's like uh, there is also other thing. I, I mean, uh, okay, let's go to uh, kidnap her, si rapisca, and then uh, the, the chorus, uh, we, go, we, we go with you. And then there is, oh, see, uh, that's uh, exciting. And then help to explain the, the, the opera more, but the focus is the aria. You're involved in some fantastic trios in this piece. I think there are three of them. And then you have this first act finale, which is incredibly exciting. So are the ensembles, do they give you as much satisfaction as your solo moments do? Different feeling, of course, but quite important to sing with the colleagues because the goal is not... I have to think about myself. The goal is to create uh, the emotion even in the trio, and we have to play three people, and uh, be uh, the same time with the orchestra to give to the audience uh, the final result, the ensemble. means uh, in the trio we have uh, three different lines, but if uh, each one of us... Uh, are busy to think about uh, ourselves, the goal uh, never get it. But uh, the important thing is uh, to stay on focus on your character and your in on your line, of course. And in the meantime, have to respect about the music, the composer, the conductor, and the all colleagues. Do you have an idea of why this opera is not as popular? as, say, a Trovatore or a Ballo in Mascara when there's so much wonderful music in it? Actually, Hernani used to be very popular on, on the 60s. But for some reason, Hernani does not play anymore like in the past. And, uh, of course, probably because of the libretto of uh, Traviata or Trovatore, it's uh, a little bit more mature 
because we're talking about uh, a different Verdi. Uh, if there is an older Verdi with more experience, uh, and maybe the libretto uh, is uh, a little bit uh, more interesting because... Uh, You know, uh, we're talking about uh, 1400 in Hernani. Uh, Hernani, how can I explain to the people, to the audience, uh, that uh, guys like me is ready to kill himself just for the honor? It doesn't make a sense in, in this century at all. So uh, probably the audience uh, have uh, the difficulty to understand, uh, to appreciate uh, this kind of story. Maybe for this reason. Well, are you saying that the story of something like Il Trovatore is possible for audiences to relate to today? No, 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 not, not exactly. Uh, I, I was uh, thinking of Traviata, exactly. Aha, okay. But uh, Trova- with Trovatore, it's another thing, because uh, this cabaletta, la stretta of uh, La Pira, it becomes uh, like uh, I show you to everyone what I can do, that the tenor line. So... This aria, aria and cabaletta, this is cabaletta, became so famous that the audience appreciate and wish to hear this high C note, even didn't write from Verdi. Now, is there a moment in Ernani that is sort of like that, where you can really sort of take off onto a high note in that way? That happens in the past, but uh, I didn't choose uh, to offer this kind of heroic moment uh, in, uh, for example, in the aria. The, the moment uh, to put extra note, uh, it's uh, on the end uh, of the aria. It's uh, something wrote uh, to somebody, not uh, from the composer, but it's uh, possible to put uh, extra note uh, to show the voice uh, to the audience. But uh, I am against about uh, these uh, things because uh, it's uh, just uh, incorrect. Even with the Trovatore, it's completely wrong because the harmony of the orchestra, it's written... Uh, that uh, if you put uh, high C note in this moment uh, is just uh, with the harmony is fighting. I mean, this, uh, you can, uh, the musician knew this, uh, the, uh, the people that uh, studied the music. But in the, in the Pira, everyone wait for this because uh, it happens too often, so many times. So the people and the audience still waiting for this moment. Now, this production of Ernani that we're doing is quite an elaborate production. Is that, do you think, these days, do you think it's unusual to find as fancy a production of a Verdi opera as we have? Yes, because in recently I played so many times operas in the modern version with the modern key that I feel a little bit enough Because many directors are um, trying to offer a modern key intelligent, the future, and uh, something new. Something new. And everyone, everywhere, especially in Germany, they put uh, whatever, pizza pie, they put uh, um, lambretta, motorcycle, whatever, we play in the moon uh, opera. But after 
so many bad production already too many times contested and booed. I feel in this production that we are playing an opera in the right moment, the right century, the right costume, it becomes like almost unusual. So this is a kind of revolution to offer this Hernani with this uh, spirit. It's, uh, I have to say that I respect the, 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 the artist in the world and I respect the composer and the new the, 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 the conductor and regia. Come si chiama regia? Stage direction. Stage direction. I, I respect a lot everyone. But it's quite impossible to put uh, somebody like Hernani with the metal costume, with the with the with the cell phone with the cell phone with the pizza in the hand with the driving a car is not because the, the libretto it's already wrote and we playing opera like this Hernani like we going to offer the possibility to the audience to forget about the real world, the, the modern life. And for a couple hours, three hours and, and, and something, just to put themselves in another dimension and try to let capture from this beautiful music. Now, you came to Ernani later than you came to a lot of other Verdi parts. You had done Trovatore first, you had done Aida first. Forza. Yes. So what made you take longer before you got around to Ernani? Just happened. I didn't, uh, I never thought about it. I mean, uh, actually, when I started my career, I I supposed to become a chorist. So suddenly, in 1998, I did my debut in Ballo in Mascara, and then I started immediately Ballo, Tosca, Forza del Destino, and Trovatore, and then I I. I, I am here after 11 years uh, in career, and uh, and I discovered Hernani three years ago. Somebody offered me the opportunity to sing it, and it's uh, it's uh, great, just great. I suppose the the stereotype that we have is that every Italian grows up listening to the Verdi repertoire. Was that no, true with you? No, no. This is unfortunately is not like this anymore. Ah, my God, I. I always try to suggest in each interview to get uh, close to the music, not to the opera, just to, to the music. The kids in the school, they have to study music, not because uh, just to force them, just to give uh, to the kids, to the new generation, just uh, one more chance. Because uh, you never know the talent uh, if uh, where and when will be on in a person. So, like me, I, w- I grow up uh, without uh, any knowledge about the music. And some, at some point, uh, when I was 18 years old, I discovered my voice, and now I am here to play and to sing Hernani in Chicago. So, if I didn't discover my voice, maybe my talent, my voice, nobody n- knew that I could uh, become a singer. So, my suggestion is... Uh, especially in Italy, because in Italy we invented the Italian opera. And 
almost our kids, our uh, generation, they didn't know even the, the name of the composers. That's because we are lost or we are losing this kind of uh, treasure. You have done now Ernani Ballo Trovatore Aida Forza. Is there any Verdi that's left that you are interested well, in? Sure. I, I sang Traviata Traviata also. also, right. Yes, I sang Traviata, Macbeth. Yes. Uh, in my opinion, and I, I already studied for my pleasure, Rigoletto. In my opinion, if one day somebody will offer me a Rigoletto, I'm not going to refuse it. Because my opinion is not to lock the repertoire. As long you you are able to sing with the bel canto style from Verdi, which means a start of, from Mozart even before, if you continuing to using this bel canto, then you can also try to make a lighter and stay in a lighter position, like an Rigoletto, for example. But I, I would like very much to sing uh, uh, Bohème. Why not? I'm going to make my uh, d- debut in uh, Turandot in, uh, in January. So <laughs> Tur- Turandot it was uh, one of the first opera that I learned uh, when I was uh, 18 years old. And uh, I'm going to make the debut after 11th in career. Now, we can't um, end this without asking you about um, the city of Chicago, And I'm curious as to, first of all, what you remember of your debut here and what you've most enjoyed in just being here, not just at Lyric, but in the city in general. Oh, I remember it was a good time, first of all, because the city is beautiful. And I was impressed about the bridges that open in the river. And then I discover the, the train run not under the ground, but oh, the in, L. in the, the yes. L. yes. Beautiful. I've been uh, to Lakeside. I've been in the Sears Tower already at that time. And I, I enjoy pretty much uh, the temperature. It's very, very, <laughs> very cold. Thanks God that here now it's uh, almost uh, like uh, summer. Yesterday night was 20 uh, degrees Celsius. It was uh, amazing. Well, we wish you all the best with Ernani. And um, I know it's going to be a triumphant production. Thank Thank you. you. You've been listening to Backstage at Lyric, the podcast that takes you behind the curtain at Lyric Opera of Chicago. For additional interactive content and to order tickets, visit us online at lyricopera.org.